Life is full of what ifs. Some awesome, like what if AI could fold your laundry? And some, well, less awesome, like what if you have unexpected medical costs? United Healthcare can help get you covered with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. They supplement your primary plan to help you manage out of pocket costs. No deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at bluenile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds. And they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. The following is a presentation of Morning Drive Media. From the center of the galaxy, this is the Force Center Podcast feed. I'm Ken Napsack for another edition of the big show, the main show, the Superstar Destroyer of our fleet. Or maybe it is the sail barge of our party at the Sarlacc. We don't know. It's <laughs> up for debate. I'm Ken Napsack, like I said, joined as always by Joseph Scrimshaw and Jennifer Landa. Welcome back, 
friends. I am happy to be here on our new sail barge, <laughs> right. where Artu is forced to serve us drinks. That's the as that little rascal should. <laughs> he 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 knows that we're on the light side of the forest, so he's, he's more than happy okay. to bring us some whiskey drinks, some jet juice. Do they, they don't have jet juice out there. Huh? I think they have fancy stuff. Maybe some imported jet juice. <laughs> That's right. Some high like end, that. high end jet juice. Speaking of high end, Jennifer Landa. <laughs> well, thank you. Wow, I so like this sail barge. Could be yeah. here with us. Yeah. The classy alcohol of Force Center, <laughs> Jennifer Landa. <laughs> Uh, I'm in the corner hanging out with Salacious B. Crumb. Yeah. <laughs> How are you doing? I'm good. <laughs> How you doing? How you doing? I'm doing How good. How you doing? Yeah, yeah, I'm enjoying myself. Yeah? Yeah. John Boyega reached out to you yet? Nope. Still waiting for that call. Do, keep your ho- hopes up. I will. The force is with you. Always. <laughs> I hope he does call, <laughs> not email or text. <laughs> Hi, it's John Boyega. Hey, it's Finn. Want to hang out? <laughs> uh, Join us today as a special guest. We love bringing him in. He is our resident toy expert. He is a fan favorite and definitely uh, brings a fun and uh, sometimes obtuse and different perspective to Star Wars <laughs> stories, especially if they involve his childhood and roller skates. It is Mike Black. <laughs> Hi, everyone. How's it going? It's going great, man. I'm so glad you're here. I always love when Mike Black can step on in, man. I love being on this show. Yeah. It's you have comfortable seating. <laughs> <laughs> That's what we try to offer. That's really I'm an easy mark for podcasts. <laughs> do you have somewhere I can sit that's stable? That's yeah. Do you do you ask for photos of the chairs? Uh, yeah. Like when people ask you to do a podcast, like, like I don't know. It's a lot like the Van Halen contract. It's like green M and M's and comfortable seating. <laughs> I don't like them real high chairs. Yeah. I gotta yeah. climb and then my I legs don't dangle. Actually, I'm terrible at a restaurant because the tr- the truth is I'm too fat for booths now. <laughs> I've, I've hit that point where the threshold is beyond. Even at like KFC, that's a bad sign <laughs> when you're too fat for the KFC booths. But aside from that, I don't like the high chairs, right? Yeah, because my legs fall asleep. Like, oh yeah, like I just I just get. I like it's great until I have to stand up and then right. I'm ruined. <laughs> just flop over. Why is this man falling in the chilies? <laughs> the man is beached. He's beached in chilies. What happened? Get this man. Mike, it's been a while since you've been on the show, so we do want to catch up with you uh, as a resident toy expert. Anything exciting you in the world of Star Wars toys? Um, you can keep the He Man toys for the other show. Right. Um, yeah. With Rogue One, some leaks coming out on some, you know, we're getting down to it. Yeah, uh, I don't know. The The toys are all kind of what you would expect right now. Right. It's like they're not showing anything that's going to give anything away yet. Like even at Comic-Con, the reveals were pretty like, oh, the yeah. main guys that you saw in the trailer, what are the odds? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. They're really going to go out on a limb and make those? Yeah. Right, right, right. But like I'm, I'm hoping, kind of as I'm hoping of the film, that there are more alien and interesting sort of characters. Yeah. Just because they, they've been kind of holding back on that. And, yeah. and maybe a different sort of version of Darth Vader since they've teased at him. Oh, I didn't like, really think oh, they've yeah. done in the past. Like, maybe this would be a good excuse. Because the one they did was not my favorite for, like, the Star Wars Black Series where he has the removable mask right. and stuff. Right, okay. And it kind of compromised the way he looked. 
I want like a full 70s style, like red lenses on his yeah. eyes. Oh, yeah, yeah, like yeah. Old school Darth First for, entrance. For Black Series. Yeah, okay. that, that would be really I hadn't nice. even thought about that, that we're going to get a whole new wave of Vader. Yeah. Really, yeah. potentially. Potentially. I hope something like weird and distinctive happens yeah, to him, like, like a distinctive injury so that you can get that new Vader oh. that has like shoulder blown off or whatever. <laughs> yeah, that would be cool. You know, anything like that where... Like, I'm excited about the new characters, but they have a lot of excuse here to do some interesting older stuff. Yeah, you know? right. And, like, Mon Mothma, it'd be, it'll be nice to finally get oh, a Mon Mothma you know? action figure. And if they were smart, and I hope they will, because they've done it on occasion with other figures, they'll give her two heads. Like, one old lady head and one... Like, oh, wow. Because the, the body is pretty much the same. You yeah. Know? Like she's right, wearing right. the same gown and stuff. I want a doubting head. where you, yeah. She's yeah. happy and then you put on her judgmental head. I want a many Bothans dyed head. <laughs> like, where she's really guilting you about... <laughs> the many <laughs> subtle emotions yeah. of Mon Mothma. Yeah. Pretty That's much, awesome. you can have her s- busting that out for pretty much anything. She yeah. makes you some oatmeal, you know. A lot of Bothans. <laughs> so you should died. finish that. <laughs> I, I want to talk about a little bit about the fig, the vehicles in, in Rogue One, because yeah. there's a lot of new vehicles. I think we're going to get some stuff. But I noticed now the push definitely is more towards Black ser- Series 6-inch and everything. And I know right. they occasionally did the, the the First Order TIE Fighter, which, <laughs> yeah, you which know, was like no 300 bucks. Yeah, no one. I know it's like one a, person. Really? Yeah. And he, way, pro- on, he probably had the aircraft carrier of the G.I. Joe. Yeah. 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 By the way, that's on clearance right now at Target. Really? So they're down to 80 but I expect them to go a lot lower over time. Yeah. So okay. if you're thinking about getting one, well, this now is the I time am. to look. <laughs> and you guys are talking yeah. about the large one, the, the ridiculous yes. large one. Yeah. yeah, It's the size of Kenny Baker, rest in peace. It's, yeah, it's it, it is. It's the giant. the exact same size as he is, was. Is there a reason there's not a focus on vehicles as much anymore, or, or I am think, I wrong in that? Well, I think part of it, it for Star Wars Black, it's, it's not feasible because they're so big yeah. that doing the vehicles they have to do like what they did with the x-wing where it's just a big foam thing and you can't fit anyone in it it's just (laughs) it's more like a set piece than anything right 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 but like i would love i think the potential is there i know fans would buy them but the companies get real gun shy about putting stuff like that out Mm. because it costs so much like they did even for the three and three force figures Mm -hmm. uh they did an in-scale version of the AT-AT and an in-scale version of the Millennium Falcon. And the Millennium Falcon was like two and a half feet. Oh, wow. It's big. And, and it came out, and they put it out for what I think they could afford to put it out for, right. and they ended up having to clearance out half of them because uh, people just couldn't had no room for it or couldn't right. afford it, you know? Mm. Okay, that makes sense. And I mean, so I think that's part of it. And so that's why, like, the Millennium Falcon that's out now for Force Awakens mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Is much smaller than it than it would be, you know. Right, right, uh, right. Like the figures kind of are gigantic <laughs> right. in comparison to it. And the, now they're like most of the vehicles that they do are more for kids. They're more like they have huge missile launchers mm-hmm. and like they squirt oh, water yeah. and yeah, stuff like that. I was going to say, don't you shame me, sir. But then I realized I don't. I go. I go into the yeah. aisle at Target and I pass right by them. Yeah, the yeah. Force Awakens yeah. William Falcon has this dumb pop up gun thing yeah. on the top that when I saw the toy, I thought it was a spoiler for the movie that it was going to have some sort of new <laughs> yeah, blaster like, array oh, on the cool. top. I, yeah. it was one of the many times I like I walked up to my wife thing. in the middle of Target. I was like, damn it! And she's like, what did you see? Uh, <laughs> They've ruined it. And, yeah, and I, I did. I kept waiting for this big. Like, I thought after, well, spoiler alert, after Han died, I thought maybe <laughs> Chewie was going to unload this humongous right, right. missile rack on yeah. top of the thing. 
you know, but they never, it never happened. Millennium Falcon is a transformer. <laughs> yeah. Oh, and, no. And now that I think about it, I'm really oh, glad none of that happened. But, uh, <laughs> but I looked at it closer, and to be fair to the design of that toy, yeah. it was basically set up where it's the, the laser cannons that okay. are on the Millennium Falcon, and you're controlling it where it's it's just like a larger version of that, okay, like a okay. larger, more cartoon version of that thing. Okay. But I still don't like it. <laughs> it's still like yeah. kind of an eyesore to look at, you know. Mm. And they've done like some of the other vehicles like uh, Ray's uh, Speeder. Yeah. And, yeah. Uh, th- a few made up like off camera vehicles and stuff like that. <laughs> and and they're they're OK, but they're not. I don't know. That first order speeder, yeah. that the cut scene from the movie that Finn and Ray are yeah. in one and they're being chased, that thing yeah. it pops up yeah. everywhere. It's the Constable right. Zuvio of figures. <laughs> exactly, <It's> yes. Everywhere. <laughs> and uh, to be fair, I'm one of those people that if they put it out, I would probably buy it on, yeah. on a lot of this stuff. But even I didn't get the humongous TIE fighter. Yeah. And there are things like, for the Millennium Falcon, I kept thinking, are they going to make the big barge that... That Han that and Chewie fun. have. Oh my god! Because I would like that, <laughs> <laughs> you know. But with some Rathars, yeah, <laughs> kind oh of like boy. those little squishy balls oh, you throw against absolutely. the wall. I would buy yeah, that. I would, yeah, I would buy I'd that. Totally be into it, but I don't think they're going to make yeah. it. But there's a big part of me that's like, I wish they would make that thing. <laughs> and one that. thing that I've always wanted them to make, and they never have, mm. and this would be a good movie to do it too, would be the bridge of a star destroyer. Right. You know, uh, yeah. just like just show the interior of it. You don't have to have the whole thing, but or you like could. you could, <laughs> you totally could. But like so much stuff happened on those, True. Uh, you know, and like you, you put. I, I don't want to design a whole toy right now, but it, it would be very cool to have one that I can smash an A-wing into. That's really <laughs> you do, yeah, you, that's what a I good want play most. with it. But for yeah. me, for someone who's such a fan of the efficiency and administrative skills of the Imperial officers, <laughs> yeah. I would like to just reenact like a good solid, like, uh, you know, uh, captain's log or something. Yeah, yeah. Oh I want pushable buttons down in the, yeah. the data well, I want I want a place to put my bounty hunters and other people to judge them, you know, for, yes. for being in there. And the, Comes with racist <laughs> Imperial. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Admiral Piet, scowling face. <laughs> uh, I can listen to uh, Mike Black talk about toys all day, which is why we have him on here. But we do have a main topic, Joseph, that we think uh, we've yeah. been sitting on for a while it's here. close to our hearts. And and it was t- it, it, it's time. It's yeah. time to do it. Um, so we're going to dive onto it. And the, and the question, the topic today that we're going to try to answer and debate and, and discuss in detail is, is Obi-Wan Kenobi a jerk? Yeah. It is a deep question. Yeah. Because we all yeah. laugh at the, you know, have fun with, make jokes sure. about the certain point of view. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> but he's pretty consistently across all iterations, the mm-hmm. classic trilogy, the prequels, and the Clone Wars series portrayed as using a, a slipperiness with the truth yeah, as a sense of play, right. as a didact- didactic, like, teaching method. So he yeah. clearly... Uh, does uh, appreciate this ability to see things from multiple perspectives. And just to kick off our conversation, I wanted to share what is one of my favorite Star Wars quotes. doesn't come from the movies. It comes from the Clone Wars animated series. Hmm. And it is uh, from Duchess Satine, who says, Senators, I presume you are acquainted with the collection of half-truths in hyperbole known as Obi-Wan Kenobi. (laughs) Right. And I always like that. Wow, that makes it Mm. canon. It's not like a fan Mm -hmm. joke that's like, that's someone who loves him is like, 
that's who yeah. this mf'er is. Yeah, is that he's a collection of half truths and hyperbole? Yeah. Uh, and Obi Wan responds with it by saying, "Your Highness is too kind." <laughs> so it's a really, it's a real playful jabbing response as well. So I'm fascinated that it's both playful I'm, yeah. and I'm fascinated that it's uh, of dubious morality when you get into the the classic trilogy. So that's yeah. those kind of some of the stuff. I, I love, I love, I love the stuff stuff with him and Duchess Satine. It adds, yeah. it adds a wrinkle to it there. So Jennifer, I'm gonna I'm gonna ask you uh, as as the most pure of hearts here in the panels, <laughs> um, oh our high end alcohol here yes. on the floor. <laughs> um, <laughs> When you hear that question, is Obi Wan and Obi Obi Wan Obi Wan Kenobi a jerk? Where does your mind go first? Blasphemy. Uh, <laughs> yeah, initially, my I was like, no, no, because when I think of the originally original trilogy, Obi Wan, I see him as as a wise old man. He's in some ways protecting Luke. He doesn't want to reveal too much to him. But then when I think of prequels Obi-Wan that Mm. dynamic between him and Anakin he was always lecturing him he was always kind of being Mm. I don't want to say a wet blanket but I (laughs) I can see why you know if he's supposed to be this father figure for Anakin why Anakin would go and find another father figure a little smug at times yeah 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 Yeah, he's definitely he's definitely condescending and smug toward Anakin and I think we're supposed to interpret that as like Anakin describes him as grumpy right Mm -hmm. Uh, and also like I do do as I say not as I do right but then there are a lot of really playful moments in the prequels yeah. that we don't concentrate on as much but you but it, it's it's not his relationship to Anakin he is the way you described in his moments where he gets to be himself of like I go to this diner and I hang out with Dexter oh, Dexter yeah. and yeah. Right. what do you do with the trap spring it You're like yeah. what are you gonna do in the bar gonna go get a drink right like yeah. he's got all of these very playful moments where it really is sort of like my life I, I don't like it when Anakin does this but my life philosophy is if you want to know how something works go gently slap it. Yeah. Often in a rhetorical way. I'm going to take that out of context. Yeah. <laughs> do what Obi-Wan would do. Gently slap it, Anakin. Uh, oh but, but, you know, he just, uh, I'm just going to keep making this worse. He plays yeah. with things to yeah. see how they will respond. Sure, sure, sure. Okay. No, that's yeah. good. Yeah. Yeah. No, Mr. That's Black, yeah, Mr. He, Black, you're kind of a scoundrel at times, uh, right? I think yeah. he, has, uh, he, he has a mischief about him that has, I think for the most part, it's, it worked for him mm-hmm. until mm-hmm. Anakin, basically. Oh, okay. you know what I mean. And I think, you know, he's dealing with a kid whose power is off the charts, and he's just mm. lost his own mentor. And I really think it was like this is him scrambling, like right. to just keep this kid in check at all times, because it's like I don't think he was ever fully certain of the extent of his power. And like, if, mm. if this kid goes off the rails, he could go way off the rails and ultimately he does, you know? Yeah. Right. And, but I, I think he was a dick because that was the only way he knew how to respond <laughs> to this, <laughs> to the situation at hand. To someone so powerful. Uh, yeah. 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 And, but then with his son, hmm. it's another similar case where it's like, I don't know the full extent of this kid's power. But I know where I made mistakes in the past. Right. And I think I'm going to use a softer hand right. in, in mm. this scenario. And Protect a lot of BS. He doesn't half-truth Anakin a lot. Yeah. He tells and Anakin exactly the way right. he's supposed to do official things. And right. he's much more supportive. You know, like sure. much more overtly supportive to him. Uh, you know, mm-hmm. and like... He doesn't chastise him as much. He doesn't. Uh, he's he's a lot more patient with him, and I think it's 
if you watch them in order, it it's um, earned in a way where it's yeah. like you're like, oh, I see why he really is trying to. Is that the Kenobi Do order that you're watching it in? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I would, yeah, I'd, I'd love to uh, go ahead and finish you know, what you're saying. And uh, he he just seems to have learned a lot about what he himself is doing as a mentor. Yeah, you know, and he's had plenty of time to think about his yeah. mistakes. Well, and let's stuff dig like into that, that because you I know, think that's mm-hmm. kind of where some of the Obi is Obi Wan a jerk really comes from right. is the A New Hope speech that that you mentioned as well yeah. when we were prepping this episode, Ken. Yeah. Of like, uh, I'm curious to hear everybody's opinion on. Is he being a jerk there, or does it match right. up with the original trilogy? All that. So the first thing is we'll step outside of the Star mm-hmm. Wars nerd bubble and go into the actual, you know, making of Star Wars and the time period. Which sometimes, you know, as I've said and we've all uh, talked about, you know, Lucas, Lucas maybe didn't intend this giant universe uh, when he made these movies. So I was talking with Josh Tapia, JT, over at Screen Junkies, and Josh is a Star Wars fan, but he always has some. Good poignant questions. Like, why does a ghost need to sit? <laughs> Hashtag ghost sit. Oh, right. But he was like, yeah, one thing that's always bothered me, now that we got the prequels, one thing that's always bothered me is Obi-Wan's speech in New Hope doesn't match up to the prequels. Mm. It doesn't match up. And that might be just in the real world discussion that George just didn't pay attention or just wanted to tell his own story. And for me, it's timing. It's 18, 19 years, and the story Kenobi's telling in New Hope is one that is generations ago, the way his voice sounds. Yeah. We, yeah. we were raised in the 80s and early 90s until the prequels came out. That you know, it, it was a long time ago, and we didn't pay attention to the fact that Luke was only 19 and that yeah. it just happened a couple decades ago. So I think that that starts there. So in story, that's where we, the genesis of this comes. But in story, you start there with, yeah, Obi-Wan was absolutely... Half half truth in it, yeah, and yeah. really kind of adding stuff and making stuff up and and sending Luke on a protective path to me, yeah. Mm-hmm. It doesn't make him a jerk, but it definitely starts asking questions. Yeah, there. this this is the key thing to me, and then I want to throw it to you guys. I love that speech because I think it actually matches up perfectly mm. if you use the head cannon that Obi Wan is saying the way that he wishes he had handled things mm. a little revisionist history exactly so instead of you know i landed on a planet i didn't want to and my mentor became obsessed with your father and i was kind of annoyed by him instead in his idealized version that right. becomes when i first met him he was already a great pilot so i've revised this to mm-hmm. yeah i've changed that he won the pod race and got us the parts yes into he was a great pilot right. when i met him and i'm just gonna leave. so I like, I, and it all works if you think of it as Obi-Wan saying it his way. But yeah. do you guys think mm. that it is the right choice for him to not dump everything on Luke? Do you think that makes him a jerk, or do you think that he makes the right choice? Jennifer, what do you think about all that? That's really fascinating. It's almost like he's protecting himself, that mm. he really cannot face that truth because it is so painful in yeah. some sense. Yeah. Taking responsibility, yeah. Yeah, exactly. So I, I've never seen that as a jerky move. I know <laughs> that other people might might yeah. disagree, but I really feel like it was, it was a protection. Because can you imagine the alternative? I don't yeah. think it would have gone very well. Yeah, so you chopped my dad? 
dad's arms and legs off? Yeah, what do you say to that? You're the reason. <laughs> the worst part is at the end, so let me start there. Yeah. And I'll work back to yeah. some of the good stuff. I, I did mention he was a good friend before that. Right. Right. <laughs> I called him a brother. Like, great like pilot. a son. Great yeah. pilot. Yeah, but, yeah. Hair is amazing. Can you go back, though, to where you chopped his arms and legs? <laughs> There's I one know, thing I'm stuck but on. Here. Uh, yeah, technically, arm and legs. Notice how the sand people don't have children now? <laughs> well, that's partially because of your father. <laughs> you know, it's like... Uh, but, but yeah, like, yeah, I think he was, uh, knowing that these things were going to be revealed shortly anyway, right? because it's like, if he's coming with me to, you know, to face all of this, sure, all of this is going to come out. So I'd rather just give him a little bit now, which is a little bit for him to give, but a lot for Luke to chew on, mm. Yeah, you know, totally. and let him process that. And then he'll kind of catch his catch can as we move <laughs> through the universe, yeah. you know. I, I think in story, it, it was a needed manipulation of the uh, of the information yeah. to get Luke on the journey. And I yeah. don't, certainly don't right. think Obi Wan anticipated Owen Lars and Aunt Beru dying, but yeah. that certainly helped him. <laughs> certainly, <laughs> certainly helped yeah, yeah. Um, so I think it was him protecting him. Uh, I'll, I'll make a, a religious re- reference to um, uh, you know, uh, it'd be like Jesus at thirteen going, "Hey, here's the whole scoop." Yeah, uh, maybe that's why he disappeared for seventeen years. <laughs> Which is, right. Uh, uh, there's some great fiction books about that time period. Uh, I forget the author's name, um, but look it up. There, there's a story of Jesus's best friend guiding him through like that the information upload. So I yeah. think there's some you yeah. could draw something to that where there's no way he's going to be like. By the way, the most powerful villain in the galaxy is your dad, and there's yeah. some stuff he did. So I can get behind that. Um, but at some point, it seems like to me some information is being withheld, and that leads to the certain point of view, right? To me, at some point. Well, but also if if he makes his father sound too cool, he's going <laughs> to run off and join him. You uh, know, true. You know, it's like oh, and, so my so the only thing stopping my dad from running the entire galaxy is me not being there. Yeah, right. Well, I think there's some wisdom in it. Yeah, yeah because that, but I know. think there's also some selfishness because if you uh, yeah. uh, uh, accept the theory that Yoda and Obi Wan were like. We're going to watch over him, and if the will of the Force brings Luke into this world, we will guide him. Yeah. And then he gets that hut, and, like, Obi-Wan's really got his foot on the gas. Like, yeah. If you look, think yeah. of it from Obi-Wan's perspective, oh, like, yeah. I've been waiting for 19 years to kind of have the right moment. And he's like, yeah, by the way, you should Luke the Force. You're coming with me to Alderaan. <laughs> yeah. Like, hurry up, kid. Yeah. Accept all of this now. <laughs> right. Because yeah. I'm... Tired away. <laughs> right. yeah, it's as if R2 was the beacon of, like, it's it's a signal. It's yeah. time to go. Hello yeah. there. Hello yeah. there. Yeah, and he was uh, living in a hut, not, like, a stone's throw away from where Luke lives and everything. Yeah. And yeah. It, it just, yeah, he was waiting, counting the minutes. Yeah. Till it was time to bust out that lightsaber. This was your dad's and <laughs> yeah. Yeah. all that stuff. But, yeah, know. to go back to, to yeah. a certain point of mm-hmm. view, mm-hmm. Now, now there's plenty of time in between A New Hope and Jedi for him to tell Luke more truth, but he lets him figure it out in a very painful and upsetting way Yeah, for Luke. So is the certain point of view, do you guys feel like that is manipulation? I think it is. I understand it. <laughs> you know, when you, you know, if I got to give someone bad news, you know, as an ex-boss, I used to have to do that. And I'd, I'd certainly tell them, like, well, you know, look at this. Now you've got more opportunities to find a job <laughs> that's more fulfilling. So there's some, there's some truth to that. And I agree something Mike said there. You know, that's like, um, if you had told Luke, why, why, why did my dad turn to the dark side? Well, they wouldn't let him marry. Yeah. Um, his his wife, your mother, was died because of this. And, and the right. Jedi, we weren't kind of cool with that. Luke might be like, screw you, old man. 
You right. killed my mother too. Like I'm yeah. the protectors of what in the galaxy? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Hmm. So there's something with that there. Um, yeah. I don't know. I mean, Jennifer, what do you think about going to Jedi? Do you think he? Do you think Obi Wan had enough time to maybe lay it on? I mean, should he have? Yeah, maybe. But I'm almost thinking of it like from a parent's perspective, right. and so I can't agree that it's manipulation because mm. I, I might do that with my daughter. You know what I mean? Sure, like I, using yeah. those tactics. It's all on the how with a parent <laughs> how you right. reveal this type of information. You yeah. know what they can handle. Mm-hmm. It's just give it to them. You know, a little bit at a time. And well, it was true from a certain point of view. <laughs> you know. Yeah, and and I think if someone's parent was a dick and they never met them. It's probably not the first tactic you would take to, t- to tell a kid, you know, just right. you'd, you'd let them fill in the blanks a little bit later in life, you know. Yeah. 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 A, he died owing me $36,000. But other than that, he was a great guy. You know, to, <laughs> great spice trader. Yeah, yeah. Your father was a bit of a rogue. Not, <laughs> yeah. Right. He, he yeah. died in debt like an asshole. Yeah. Right, yeah. So these are kind that. of the, the bigger themes of Obi-Wan in, in the original trilogies. And, and I think we can all kind of see Obi-Wan's point and defend him to a certain point. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but then you start getting into the other areas. And I'll, I'll just start with, with Sith. The biggest move. He didn't. He, he didn't kill Anakin. Thank yeah. you. He let yeah. him burn. Well, now, th- yeah, I, I, I think his uh, at this point his intentions canonically are up for debate. This is clarified yeah, sure. in the novelization, which isn't canon, mm. and I don't know if there's any other canon out there now that spe- specifically says mm. what exactly what choice Obi Wan made or how. But no, you I, can I you perceive read it that what what were his reasons in the novel? In the novel, he is wrestling with not being able to do it. Okay. And then he hears the Emperor's shuttle and just gets out of there. That makes sense. So it's a huge wrestling with of like, I know I should kill him and I just, I can't bring myself. So in the book, it's portrayed as mercy. Yeah. Of, Mm. and maybe a little bit of selfish mercy. Self-preservation. He is the last Jedi outside of Yoda. It's like, that's certainly like, I need to survive. Right. That's certainly the ultimate decision of like, I can't be here. I can't face the Emperor. I can't be here. But the actual, like, should I kill him? And I was like, it's really clear. Like, yep, that's my mission. Yeah. But I I can't do this. I can't do this to him. And also you would think I, I took his arms and legs. What? And now he's on fire. What can he do? It'll probably work out. Yes. But uh, Jennifer, you you, you reacted strongly. Do you feel like he should have just cut old Anakin's head off? Yes, yes. It's <laughs> well, yeah. cruel not to. I mean, it's like imagine uh, you're leaving your yeah. former best friend there, just you know, going to die. So have mercy on him, kill him. Yeah, it's really at that point. What kind of life quality can he expect? <laughs> you know. Well, now we know. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. But I mean, like he just force choked his wife and kid, right? Um, or as as far as he knows, his kids, right. too, you know, and. Uh, Killed every anyone that he was ever friends with is right. dead, and he's on fire now, <laughs> and, and he's yeah. got one good limb, and that one's robotic, screaming, uh, "Yeah, yeah!" yeah. Oh, and he so, hates the one guy left in his life. Yeah, stab him. Just yeah. Just. So it's mercy or torture, depending <laughs> yeah. on your point of view. Yeah, yeah really. Much like Obi Wan. Yeah, I yeah I think he screwed up. I think he just didn't. To me, he just didn't make a choice. Yeah, he, I right, think like right. maybe in his mind, it's like. He's he's gonna die, right? I mean, he, he's lost he his limbs. He's he's on fire. This is this is over, right? Because yeah. I don't think in the movie there's any indication that he's aware the emperor is coming. So right. kind of throw that book sure, version sure, out. Sure. Yeah. So like, yeah, and maybe I can I can buy that book version, but again, I like yeah. that. Yeah, mm-hmm. I can get it. Not not official this point. Yeah, maybe not we'll official at this answer. point. Yeah, yeah. Maybe, have, maybe on Rebels, <laughs> Filoni will explain that. <laughs> if you have time to go over and casually pick up his lightsaber and then leave, you have time to stab him. Yes. <laughs> you know? The thing that gets me life lessons from Michael. 
if you're gonna cut your friend's leg off, going over. Yeah, I mean, I I I totally get this argument, and people make it to me more. I never thought of it this way of like it's torture to leave him there. But yeah, but Mm -hmm. I don't think of it that way. If there was a situation that I have no choice in order to do my duty, I must cut my friend's limbs off. Right, leave him the robotic one just out of decency, and then like. (laughs) And then, of course, kill him, too. Like, isn't it right. enough that I chopped them into beds? Yeah, but uh, it was his mission. And right. I have to say, too, is it torture or comeuppance? Mm. Yeah. You know, because I, I mm. think even the Jedi are a bit about balance, you know. And, right. and I would think if you've killed everybody that you know, including right. younglings, you're going to burn. Right. You know, and and not in a sadistic way. It's just this is what happens when you do stuff like that. You know, and you could make that argument. I mean, uh, Obi Wan was affected by I saw him yeah. killing younglings, and yeah. and maybe in that moment, you know, hey, yeah. you were supposed to be the chosen one. You're supposed to be balanced with the force, not destroy it. Yeah, screw you. Maybe there is some of that. Well, maybe that's yeah. Maybe that's what holds him back is that yeah. he's he yeah. feels the anger. Right, and then he's yeah. like, "No, it's, it would be an angry act to just cut his head off." Oh, oh. That too. Oh, see. Ah. see, all those years <laughs> studying the Jedi handbook that you bought <laughs> at, at Target. Hey, yeah, oh. playfully, playfully wow. reading it. I also wanted to say for Sith that uh, I, I like the interpretation that Obi Wan actually, in his reflections, learned from Anakin that Anakin's the first one who throws that certain point of view. The Jedi are evil from my point of view, right? Right. And that by the time he's getting older, he's like, "Well." Anakin was evil, right. but uh, but he did all these things because, from his point of view, the Jedi were keeping them from his love, and I. So he's he's just trying to pass that down to Luke of like, I'm not really telling you, but this is your father's wisdom that you you yeah. have to understand where other people are coming from. Mm. You know, it's and that's the whole certain point of view. Mm-hmm. It's interesting that that really the only two characters you see fiddling with the certain point of view stuff are him and the Emperor. Yeah, right. you know, none none of the other characters that I can recall. Do that? No, it's generally good or bad. Yeah, <laughs> or or they think they're good. It's from their own right. point of view, but yeah. it's not necessarily yeah. a certain point of view. It is, you know, no one's yeah. using it to like, change down, information. Yeah. Down yeah. to the librarian, everyone is pretty clear cut on what their <laughs> <laughs> what their feelings the exact are rules things. are. Yeah, yeah. yeah. and uh, yeah, and Obi Wan is dogmatic about Luke must kill Vader, which also suggests that you guys' yeah. interpretation is correct that Obi Wan should have killed him. Right. Yeah. Obi-Wan feels bad about that because now he's saying, telling Luke, if you're a Jedi, that's your responsibility. Right. Yeah. I dropped the ball. Right. Yeah. Now, Obi-Wan, is a, he's a bit of a drinker. He's a bit of a, a man about town. Yeah. Uh, none of that's inherently bad. I hope not. Um, he, uh, but he's, he's shifty at times, Joseph. And you yes. have asked the question, is shifty be inherently bad? Is yeah. Is shifty inherently bad? And I don't think so. I think, okay. I think when you're interacting with someone and you can tell they're being shifty, we have a negative connotation because nobody wants to be on the receiving end of that right. but is is your demonstration with uh being a boss yeah sometimes it is a kindness to tell a half truth <laughs> true and right? you jennifer's yeah. a parent are yes. learning that uh, dramatically it's all about your intent if your intent is for bad or for selfish reasons then yeah being shifty is not good mm. but his intent was good and so yeah. therefore being shifty is a good thing plus it makes it more complex as a character yeah, <laughs> I've always kind of gravitated towards antiheroes anyway, and, sure. and a character like that that is a little bit of both uh, makes more sense to me. Like I remember as a kid, not being very religious, but meeting a priest that smoked and drank, <laughs> and uh, thinking, "Now this is a priest I can actually talk to." Yeah, it was like the first time I'd ever felt that way. 
And yeah. and Obi-Wan kind of reminds me of that guy. <laughs> like, he's someone who just, yes, there are the rules, and for most people, they need that sort of stuff. Yeah. I don't, <laughs> you know. Right. And, and, yeah, they're a little bit above it, well, uh, but the the way they operate, I think, is kind of necessary. I think he's aware of the role he plays in the Jedi Order, <laughs> you know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. We, we all kind of like those uh, on-the-edge Jedis. Yeah. We all yeah. kind of do. Yeah. Yeah. And I feel like sometimes, uh, like sometimes in life, I want I want to know all the information, and therefore I assume other people do. And right. I have had to realize that, like as a producer of artistic events, like sometimes I send people emails <laughs> with paragraphs and paragraphs of information, so they know everything and they can analyze <laughs> yeah. it, process it, and make their own decision. And then I've realized a lot of people just be like, "Just tell me what time to be at the effing theater, you psycho." <laughs> so, like, I think sometimes. No, I think it can be kindness <laughs> when it is holding back information because nobody wants all of that, dude. Yeah. And yeah. I think that's what it is with Luke. I, I think so, too. I think there's yeah. a, a lot of that. And I think a lot of it, too, is like, I don't want to bog you down with the gory details. Let's just say it was a more civilized time. <laughs> it really wasn't <laughs> at yeah, all. Right. But let's say that. Yeah. Because right. you don't need to know about every little horrible thing that happened back then. Yeah, maybe, maybe Obi-Wan thought he had more time. Do you think Obi-Wan yeah. went into that mission knowing he wasn't going to come out of it as he is? And now would be a different form? Do you think he thought? I don't believe so. I, I don't believe he felt that until he sensed that Vader was there. And then mm. it was like, at that point, the decision was made, you know. Yeah, I'm gonna have to alter my plan a little bit, you know. Mm. Yeah, I think he thought he was gonna have a lot more time with Luke. Yeah, okay. but that he's, his, I think he had his foot on the gas. Like finally, like yeah. I, yeah. I've used up my patience. Well, waiting and for two, this moment. it was like, mm-hmm. you know, Luke was by far way too old to start training, right? By, by their standards, yeah. so he better have had his foot on the gas. <laughs> you know, through most of it, it's like, yeah, we're gonna have to cram really hard to to make you fight. <laughs> Basically, the best Jedi there ever was, the yeah. one who was able to kill all the all other them, ones. Yeah. yeah. Uh, that's a real tough Intense. finals exam. <laughs> Even know? more powerful master. Yeah, I'm sure somebody's done this sketch. It's probably a robot chicken, but it'd be great. Yeah. A great sketch of Obi-Wan on the Falcon with that blast shield, and Luke just can't. Just can't <laughs> yeah. block those blasts. And Obi-Wan just being like, Are you sure? <laughs> yeah. Try a bit harder, Luke. Oh, reach out, God. reach out, reach out. Uh, Joseph, you're drawn to a quote from Obi-Wan that maybe you're submitting to court as evidence. Oh, yeah. Either way. Yeah. 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 Who, 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 who is more foolish, the fool or the fool who follows him? Yeah. <laughs> that, again, to me, is like it sounds real wise, but it's very playful. Is it just yeah. personality coming out? I think. Because Obi-Wan is established in the prequels later on as kind of a funny dude. Yeah. yeah. Like I said, he likes to go to a bar. Duchess Satine and him, something was going on there. Who knows? You yeah. Know? yeah. He, he was a flirty guy. He was a good guy. So I, I take it now as personality, but could be an insult. Yeah, I think it is just... I think Han rubs him the wrong way. I think a he bit. didn't like Han. I, yeah, I think he he's dealt with guys like Han before. Like, oh, come on. All right, well, I gotta, I've got been in my hut, and now i got to go back out and deal That's with funny. people I like always... this. Because I, I never thought of him as not liking Han. Yeah, I don't think I, it's like a, he hates him, but just like uh, it's it's almost like Obi Wan has just been on his Force version of using social media. Now he's interacting with people in person again. <laughs> yeah, he's this brash young guy, and he's just like. <sighs> What's funny is I don't always thought me, of dude. him as like, yeah. yeah, oh, that's me when I was a kid. Yeah, that's really like how how I thought, and he was like, oh, "He'll understand like this lot. when I slam him," because yeah. <laughs> yeah. that's the only way I'll get through to him. 
Yeah, you a know? little bit of that because now, now again, we kind of see Obi Wan, especially in, in Phantom Menace. He's kind of a you know Padawan yeah. with an attitude at times. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. I love, I just love the circularness of that of like sure. inviting that. Like, yeah. well, it's me. No, wait, but but then you're calling yourself a fool if I follow you. But wait, <laughs> yeah, yeah he's we're like, all fools. That, that'll he'll be mulling over that while we're actually finishing the mission. <laughs> you know, like let him chew on that while we do that. Uh, great. And uh, then yeah. you look at Force Awakens, and he's kind of become the Obi Wan. Yeah. In, in that scenario. You know, uh, it, it really does come full circle in that way. But I always kind of felt that that was they had a game recognized game sort of relationship, you know. <laughs> yeah, it's a great shutdown of just like, yeah, know, look, kid, don't be yelling at me because I got a million of these. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm much older and better at this than you are. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Obi-Wan was mumbling, I wish Boshek could have taken the ride. <laughs> Come on, Boshek. Uh, we went on adventures before. Um, so, you know, we've established, I think we're, 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 we're doing a good job defending Obi-Wan, but there's still to me part of him that it just, I don't, uh, you know, he let Luke flounder to me a little too long. Yes. Um, I think he sends him to Yoda, which was maybe what he had to do because his form had changed. But the ghost he's sitting go sit but he can't talk to Luke and say alright now I have your attention yeah Here, here's what really happened. It, the, 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 yeah. one of the big mysteries of Star Wars is the, how much can the force ghost communicate you know right. is, is he is he using up his sprint wireless card yes. like you yes. know and he can't talk to him. But yeah, like the, the, the ghost sit moment, that's like, all right, let's lay it all out. It's like it came yeah. then, a couple years after. Yeah. Mm. And by the way, he shoots lightning out of his hands. Here's how to use your lightsaber. Throw yeah. me a bone, dude. Yeah. yeah. You know, Luke, you're going to find the truths that we cling to or, you know, from a certain point of view. Oh, by the way, the Emperor also has these powers. Yeah. It's not ambiguous. Yeah. yeah. He is not good, you know? Yeah. He's what not I, an old man. What I wonder about on that is... Did he tell him exactly the right stuff to propel the events the way that they went? Uh-huh. You know right, what I mean? Exactly. Like, is it possible that once once you've crossed over, uh-huh. you know how everything's going to turn out, and you know that it's like, okay, I have to participate right here to make that happen, and that's my whole function. Yeah, you know, because mm. I can't tell him anymore. I can't tell him about the lightning because if I tell him about the lightning, he'll block it, and then his father won't take pity on him. Mm. You know what I mean? <laughs> There's definitely some truth to that. Yeah. It, it is will versus destiny. It is, it is uh, you know, God's given us the choice to not choose or choose. You know right. what I mean? Right. It's the bigger yeah. questions in life. Right, and the right. idea that the great teacher leads you to the conclusion rather than just telling you. Yeah. <laughs> telling you the answer. Yeah, so maybe yeah, yeah, maybe even we can be open to an interpretation he, where Obi-Wan didn't think that Luke should slaughter Vader, that he should turn yeah. him. Yeah. But he can't just say, you know what? Why yeah. don't you go for it? Just give yeah. him another pep talk. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Try it. Go try reason it. with your father. <laughs> it worked for me. No. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but yeah, I, I always kind of wondered if that was what was going on when, when he was giving him that pep talk. Because, yeah, then at the end, though, mm-hmm. there's that moment. After Luke's gone, right. you know, where he says that boy was our only hope and you that kind of negates that possibility where it's like, right. oh, he's still if he knows it's going to work out, he wouldn't have said that. You right. know what I mean? Like, mm. he, so it's yeah, he's still concerned and he's still mm. and there's stuff that he himself uh, evidently doesn't know, <laughs> you know, right. That maybe Yoda's, you know, yeah. 
Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number smart beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number limited edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself and for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombus. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombus.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Well, well, no, would, would Yoda... Obi-Wan would have known, right? I'm, I'm playing the, the canon game yeah. now. They know they have twins, right? Obi-Wan See, and Yoda are very well aware of Leia. Yes, that's very that's why much I don't an assumption, understand. though, that the other he's speaking about is Leia. That's true. Yeah. Uh, and not leading into seven, eight, and nine, you know. Oh, interesting. Oh, oh, oh wow. You said, oh, <laughs> so you're saying, <laughs> now, now we're saying, Mike, it's Mike Black's theory. You could send him hate mail or love mail. That Ray was what Yoda was speaking of. I, I, not necessarily Ray, but whatever Lucas right. had planned. It's Lucas yeah. likes money. Wow. He's not against the idea of doing more, you know, right. and... Uh, he was working with Carrie Fisher at that time, and I don't think he was banking on putting her right. as a Jedi, right. you know, right. anytime soon. Anyti- so, yeah, right, right, you know. which we still haven't seen, yeah. 
I I like that too. I like that idea that maybe uh, you know that they. I mean, they obviously knew and that you know balancing but, the force might take a long time. It might not be right. a, such an immediate thing right. as. Yeah, I like the know. idea also that they have no no interest. Oh, that Obi Wan has no interest at this point of what the meaning of the prophecy is. Mm-hmm. I feel like he's got in mm-hmm. general in, in the original trilogy a well. We'll just uh, we'll just listen to the will of the Force. We'll take things how they go. I'll give Luke the information I feel he needs at the moment, mm-hmm. and I do like the interpretation that ultimately the only thing he's concrete on is, but Vader needs to die. Yeah, like yeah. because that's the whole Jedi thing of like we try everything, but yeah. then when you need to die, you, need you know, to die. off yeah. with their head. Yeah. <laughs> and we've cut off, usually Jedi cut off a limb and yeah. then go for the kill. We've cut off all his limbs. Yeah. He still slaughtered us. <laughs> we tried us. our best. <laughs> we did everything we could outside of chopping his head off. So now it's time to do that. Yeah. Right. I also right. wanted to address real quick, we got this great, great Facebook question. Yes. From yes. Nicholas Ryan Bruce that ties into a lot of our uh, sort of chronological thoughts of after the events of Return of the mm-hmm. Jedi. Do you think Luke knows all the details about what happened on Mustafar, asked Nicholas, or would old Ben keep that information from him? I imagine Luke would want some closure about his father. So that's a fascinating question to me. If, if it, mm. After it all happened, Anakin's spirit was back on the good side. Then Obi-Wan was like, all right, I can tell you the whole truth. Oh, he crashed on Tatooine. Your dad was a little jerk. Right. And, you know, yeah. he hit, hit on your mom even though that's she was 14. really interesting. You know, mm-hmm. and, then, yeah. and then I cut his limbs off and, like, here's the whole thing. It's really a weight off of my Force Ghost chest. Yeah. 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 Uh, What do you think, Jennifer? Do you think uh, that old Ben would spill it all? I do. I mean, if I hadn't seen the way that Luke looked in The Force Awakens, Mm. his face looked like he he knows so much. Oh, yeah. How could he not know? Do you know what I mean? I feel mm-hmm. like that that weight is is seen in his appearance. So yeah, I, this is a great question. I, yeah. I think that's a good point, Jennifer. I think that that what we might still learn about Luke post Jedi is some of these fact finding missions. Mm-hmm. We're seeing yeah. in the Marvel comic they occasionally bring in these Obi Wan standalone issues, um, and Luke in uh, post New Hope gets in a fight with Boba Fett and discovers Obi-Wan's journal. So occasionally they go back to those episodes, uh, those issues where Luke's reading the journal and that's how they tell some Obi-Wan's story yeah. uh, on, in the desert, which is again why it would be a great movie. Um, so I think at some point and he doesn't learn all this stuff, and that's why he's like, why didn't you tell me in Jedi? But I think afterwards, I think that to me, I'm choosing to believe that all of it kind of, now we're talking about Luke a little bit more here, but that's part of his running away or often discovering things is some of the information of, all right, who was my father? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think that's maybe when he learns I think it. by yeah, then yeah. he's exactly. earned it, too. You yes. Know? And it, it's like part of the hero's journey, there's some sort of reward, and I, I feel like that would be it, right. you know, to know the entire truth. And and he seems to me like a character that if Obi-Wan didn't tell him the truth, he would find out on his own. He would right. find some way of, you know, there. he's not the only ghost out there. Right. You know, he would find someone who would tell him, and it would be better hearing it from Obi-Wan. Right, yeah. You know, at or that from point, his father at that point. Yeah, like know? when you were talking about the kid who wouldn't want to know that their father was in debt. Like, mm-hmm. you know, right. that kid grows up and is in debt. You know what would make you feel better? Yeah. yeah. You, boy, your father was in debt. You know, yeah. he runs yeah. in the Absolutely. family. So these yeah. problems you're having, yeah. they're nothing compared to what your father did. <laughs> yeah. Right. yeah. Yeah. It's Luke's, Luke's comforting got, at that Luke's point. Luke's got to study again. You know, you took down the, you know, the first Death Star, and then you, the, your team takes down the second one, and you kill your father. Uh, essentially, or he saves you, and now he's uh, he's dead, and you've got to burn him. And it's like, now who was that, and how can I avoid that? 
that's part of it. And then I would I would wonder if he would almost be retroactively mad again at Obi Wan, or maybe now finally understanding, yeah, why I had to discover it the way I did. Well, and not time. only that, he he's the last Jedi at that point, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, and so. Even if he doesn't want to know the truth, he kind of needs to mm-hmm. for the next generations because a lot of mistakes were made right. leading to him being the only one left. So he better find out, you know. Yeah, there's right. like a huge responsibility to the power. And I will say yeah. that I think my ultimate take on, on Obi-Wan being a jerk is I think sometimes him his shiftiness is a little jerky because it is to serve his own ends. Mm-hmm. But I think mostly it is to serve other ends and I think to wrestle with this big Jedi question of like, well, I have power. So anytime I make a decisive decision, it's going to possibly be negative for yeah. someone because I'm mm-hmm. taking an action. Whereas it's also kind of evil to just sit around in a hut mm-hmm. thinking, what if? Yeah. Right. So, I, yeah. One final thought yeah, I would I wanna, like to submit as evidence. Well, you're the one who yeah. was most affected by this notion of him being a jerk, Jennifer. <laughs> yeah. so I want to hear where you've landed yeah. on. I will, you know, there was actually a deleted scene. I'm sure you guys have seen it with, I think it was from Return of the Jedi. Yoda's on his deathbed. And he says, I would have told you about your father, but, uh, oh, no, no, so it's uh, Obi-Wan would have told you about the true fate of Anakin Skywalker long ago had I let him. Oh. So Yoda's the one that says it. Yeah, you know, mm. Obi Wan wanted to tell you, but so I didn't want Yoda's to. Yoda's a dick. So exactly. Yoda's a dick. That's my evidence. Episode of Force Setter. That's my <laughs> evidence. Yoda a dick. So that's interesting because that even though it didn't make the cut, and no. there's always a debate of what's is it is it in the actual story if it didn't make the cut. Blah blah blah. And Abrams right. is always I I don't like deleted scenes because the story I want to tell us up on screen. But yeah. yeah, we got these nooks and crannies to crawl into because this this mythology is so big and deep and wide. Um, that the fact that that was in Lucas's head then at one point and yeah, Kasdan's exactly. head at one point still might come into play because mm-hmm. Larry's still involved. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, that's interesting. I hadn't really focused on that ever before. Yeah. 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 I like the idea that I think is more on the screen that Obi-Wan's kind of on board with, like, the second sure. he seems, Luke seems open to training, I'm training him, got my foot on the gas, and Yoda's like, I don't know, I, I'm, I'm not convinced that he's not just going to go rogue, too. Yeah, there's, uh, a, there's some resignation in, in Yoda at the end of Sith of, I failed, I have to go into hiding. Mm-hmm. I don't take that as, I'm going to go hide and wait. Until this one of these kids comes around yeah. to age, I think it's like him saying, Phew, that sucked. I'm out. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna go have some snake soup. I've yeah, yeah. always been it, interested in making more yeah. soup. Yeah, and that it was Obi Wan, and maybe his responsibility, and maybe his idea. I don't know um, to go watch at a closer, closer, closer pace. Yeah, I yeah. love the idea that Obi Wan gets to the hut after handing off uh, yeah. Luke. He settles in. He's gonna meditate with Yoda. Learn yeah. from Qui Gon Jinn how to, uh, you know, become one with the Force, and he just hears Yoda say, "Told you I did." Because <laughs> <laughs> ultimately, Yoda was right, yeah. right? Yeah, and yeah. Obi Wan accepts a lot of responsibility. Throughout. Absolutely, he says yeah. he failed. Absolutely, mm-hmm. and and so again, Luke was his redemption in a way, or yeah. maybe a thought of his redemption, and and everything. Uh, you know, uh, Obi Wan again. He he was dashing. He was uh, he was got some personality. Maybe at times he was a little jerky. Yeah, <laughs> but I think we may have determined. And and Mike, as our honored guest today, I'll let you close. I think we're leaning towards Obi Wan is not a jerk. But are we right in that, or do you want to say he? I, I would say he was a jerk. To accomplish his goals, mm. like uh, to mm. accomplish very uh, selfless goals, right. he, he was kind of like House, 
<laughs> he's, a, he's a lot like House in that way. That yeah. uh, love him or hate him, you know, he stopped the cancer from killing you. You know, right? right. <laughs> he, he may you have know. been a jerk about how he did it, but you're going to live a lot longer to hate him. Yeah, so, right, right. Slightly know. better bedside manner. Yeah, Obi-Wan Kenobi slightly has. better. <laughs> and that is the Netflix series. <laughs> oh yeah, Kenobi yes. MD. So hey. It's- <laughs> It's bigger questions, Joseph, that we're trying yeah. to answer here in a short amount of time. But uh, at the end of the day, Obi-Wan is without a doubt one of the all-time best characters in yeah. film and stories and sagas and myths and modern myths. And personally, I know I think we all have a lot of love for Obi-Wan here. Yes, absolutely. He's one of my totally. favorite. I look yeah. up to him. So I yeah. hope he's not a jerk because mm. I look up to him. <laughs> <laughs> You've stated some good cases <laughs> as to why and I think we uh, we did some good retconning too as well yeah. uh, that uh, Filoni and team would be proud exactly. of <laughs> uh, so guys if you have a reaction to that of course we want you to continue the conversation with us on our Facebook page you can post it there like the page and then get involved and on Twitter you can follow us at Force Center Pod and hashtag Force Center and hashtag Obi-Wan is a jerk <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't know I'm kidding um, but we'll find that uh, and give your thoughts you guys always have some great ideas after you hear us talk. It is just uh, our thoughts into the wild. Now give us yours. But before we leave today, Joseph, we're going to have uh, some fun with some more audience questions. With yeah, you yeah, we got some guys. great ones. These, uh, these ones are from Twitter, and there are a couple that uh, relate to sort of uh, Luke's journey. So I want to start with one of those. Love it. Uh, this comes from Chris Lilly at Chris Lilly 9 And he says, what do you want Luke's first words to be? I assume he means to Ray at the beginning of episode eight. And says, I'd love them to be, you're alive. Hmm. <laughs> so he Which would uh, answer some questions yeah, immediately. So cle- either Luke Ray's clearly role. knows that, uh, who knows who Ray is, or is just really excited to see anybody sexy <laughs> and alive. <laughs> right, right. Uh, Jennifer, do you, what do, you, do you have a thought on Luke's first words? Oh. Or is that something you want to process a little more? And well, us- hello there. <laughs> I mean, come yeah. on. Why not? Right. Would it be too on the nose? It would. It would. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that wouldn't stop me from liking it. Yeah. <laughs> I just get. Um, yeah, no, I, I don't know. I might need to process it a little bit more. Okay. Mike, do you have a thought? Oh, did you bring tacos? <laughs> <laughs> I really, I hate, it's such a momentous yeah. thing. Uh, I really don't know what he could possibly say that would that would satisfy me. You know, there's I, there's the jokey answers, which I'm sure yeah. we do yeah. the entire show on, and uh, that, sure, that's yeah. not my saber. How'd you get in here? Yeah, All that you kind of mine, I will help yeah. you yeah. not. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> oh, Jennifer, jump in. I've been waiting for you. That, that's uh, that's kind of where I, I was. It? No, okay. no, it's kind of. I wasn't going exactly, but that's kind of where I'd want it to be. Okay. I yeah. want I want Luke to know, but I don't want it necessarily to be like, oh, hi Ray, <laughs> um, or he says hi Kara. Mm. <laughs> and she's like, what? what? We start from there. But Woo. yeah, yeah. I've been waiting for you. Yeah. yeah. Joseph? Here, this, this one's probably a little bit too sad, but I kind of like, I'm sorry. Yeah. It's one of, I think, Mark oh. Hamill's best deliveries in yeah. when he's talking to Yoda and mm-hmm. getting more of the backstory in Return of the Jedi. Mm-hmm. And he acknowledges that he ran off half cocked after being yeah. warned to, not to do exactly that. And he's like, I'm sorry. Yeah, it's got so much yeah. weight to it. Yeah, and it, it, it would cycle back to our discussions of like you know you're a little cockier when you're younger, like Obi Wan. Right. You get older and you realize your responsibilities and your problems. So, so I kind of like that in a sort of deep Star Wars way, but also yeah. kick off a great new Star Wars adventure with "I'm sorry" is a little bit of a bummer. A little bit, a little bit, but it <laughs> so, would explain. Yeah, yeah. I, 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 so yeah. Do you want eight to start with that? Or do we need some action up top to crawl? Because we 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 hear it's going to be moments after. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 
Where do you guys, do you guys want to start on the hill? I I don't know if I'd want to start with words. I think it would be interesting if it started with him testing her hmm. in like a lightsaber battle, like yeah. just to see what he's working with. Hmm. If if she thinks, oh, we're going to have a conversation, and he just starts <laughs> wailing on her, yeah. I would love that, just to see, like, in a kind of Pai Mei sort of way, like, yeah. what has he yeah. got to work with oh, for that's what's nice. about to happen. Oh, yeah, I know? think this is my pitch now. This is my official pitch, right? There's, there's still yeah. awkward silence, a lot of emotions, and I think uh, he reaches his hand out, and there's a little bit of tension, and he uses the force to grab the lightsaber. Yeah. And he turns it on and then just says something fun. Like, mm. I haven't seen this in a long time. Yeah, like, it still works. Like, yeah, I like, I like that. that. Jennifer, what do you want? Do you want a space special. battle? Do you want to start on the hill? Do you want to? Um, Did you find the hand that goes with this? <laughs> yeah. exactly. Looking for the hand. Did Maz give you the hand? Slightly more important to me. Yeah. Than, <laughs> I, I don't know. I do think uh, maybe we could start at that moment on the hill, and mm. then it flashes forward to some sort of training scene. Mm. I, it is kind of hard. It, it, there's going to be so much weight with whatever he says that it better be good. And if not, just jump right into the action. Yeah. Right. You know. Yeah. Right. Uh, yeah, I agree with that too. I, th- yeah. I, I think I think let's do it. Let's be different. Let's you started you ended episode seven in a brave way. Uh, I'm really supportive of that different and brave decision. Um, so let's start it. Let's start it right there. Opening crawl. We're not in space for the first time, and we're on a hill. Mm. I'd be fine with that. I'm still. They won't do this, but I still. My preference would be you start with that scene pre crawl, like a little James Bond trailer. Yeah, you yeah. get to a fun heroic moment like him igniting the lightsaber and then bam the Star Wars oh. theme and then you go to the crawl okay wow. yeah but I don't exciting. think they'll do that nah, probably not yeah. but that'd yeah. be definitely definitely different great I question s- Chris I do like that uh, Instagram picture of him riding on her back oh god yeah. Yeah. if they cut straight to that that would be hilarious <laughs> <laughs> uh, another question uh, not as deep uh, Matt at ready underscore ready player underscore two asks, which planets from the prequels do you want in the sequel trilogy? And do you think they will be avoided? Anybody got a, a planet they're hankering for? Mm. I, I really think, and I, it's always my answer, but it's the prettiest one. But I really think, I think we're going to get Naboo. I think it's yeah. coming. I think we're getting Naboo okay. at some point in eight. And uh, maybe, if not then, but nine. Um, I definitely think because there's something to that planet. Yeah. Uh, because yeah. it's where the Emperor was... Raised, yeah, yeah. Maybe where soon. Good. You're, you're, where, where, where Padme was. You know, there's a lot there to that planet. Right, right. It's little. It's Tatooine's yeah. twin in yeah. sort of galactic importance. Um, so definitely there. And I wouldn't mind a return to Mustafar. Oh, nice. Yeah, nice. Yeah. Uh, yeah. What do you think? Mike? I was just thinking about Naboo and how interesting it would be to see what like years of neglect have done to that planet. You right, know? right. And mm. like what it would look like at that point. Um, I would like to see Kashyyyk again. I just mm. like oh yeah that planet, and I like the Wookiees so much that just any mm. excuse to have a bunch of Wookiees in there again, I yeah. would be all for. Maybe spend I, some I, more time on the planet, yeah. Yeah, I feel that way a, li- a little bit more than Endor, because mm-hmm. that, you know, I like the Ewoks, but I like the Wookiees more, to be totally honest. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, I, I feel like, they haven't explored them as as much as I would have right. liked so far. I feel right. like there's still agree, a lot yeah. more that they could do with them, you know. And they dumped yeah. a lot more Wookiee info into canon with Life Debt, so they got yeah. a lot to work with. Yeah. Ah. Yeah. Including their snacks. 
Oh, oh <laughs> Jennifer. Oh, uh, yeah. Do you have any thoughts on Wookiee snacks and/or this question, the planets, the prequel planets you might want to see? Yeah, I, I like Kashyyyk, but I also like Mustafar as well. I think that would be really interesting to have a great battle with Benicio del Toro's character. Yeah, that's yeah. what I'm envisioning. Um, but again, they gotta use it sparingly because if they use it too much, I don't know. Sure. It would take away from the awesome scene from Revenge of the Sith. Yeah. 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 Don't know. And by the way, I've 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 kind of stopped playing Force Awakens, the Lego game, but I'm okay. still poking away at it. Um, they introduced Wookiee cookies into canon, what? by the way. What? Yeah. There's a mission where you have to reload the Falcon. You have to get fuel, parts, and Wookiee cookies. Oh, that's awesome. And Leia, and they have Carrie Fisher and Harrison doing the actual new dialogue. And really? Leia, oh, Carrie hilarious. Fisher herself, is doing this like, oh, we have to get the Wookiee cookies. It's, it's, <laughs> it's pretty interesting. And, oh, and, and Neem Num's in there, or as they say now officially, Nine Num, right. uh, which changed my childhood, by the way. Yeah. He wants, he wants some uh, ice cream. And you gotta get him some ice cream. Yeah. <laughs> All canon now. Ice well, cream, you scream, nine nub screams for ice cream. <laughs> you're gonna have to find that guy on Bespin that has the one <laughs> ice cream maker oh in the entire world. Yes. Uh, awesome. yeah. uh, I wouldn't mind going back to Naboo or Mustafar, but uh, I would like to see those, but those all lend themselves to like weight and importance and their mm-hmm. significance. And there's a part of me that just yeah. wants to see planets that we know and are of galactic importance just be visited because yeah. there's business there and it's not about mm-hmm. destiny and mm-hmm. fate. So I kind of like maybe seeing like Coruscant yeah. because it's just like it's kind of yeah like you were saying maybe it's falling apart now uh, yeah. and but they just need something there's a bounty hunter with information and just a planet that's just a planet they go to because they got gotcha. business there instead of there's truth and fate yeah, there yeah, of course cool. a great answer too because yeah. especially with Hosnian Prime gone you're gonna have a planet now yeah. the seat of the galaxy's power has changed. But, yeah, I like your point, too, where, where maybe it's just part of it. It's just part of the world. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Let's stop off a Coruscant for a bite to eat. Yeah, there's nothing significant about Dexter Bespin. Jester Jr.'s <laughs> <Yeah>. cafe. <laughs> I would like, just because they teased at it, I would like something about the Outer Rim. Oh, yeah. You know, and oh. about, like, where people go to disappear and stuff like that. That sounded really interesting to me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. for sure. And, yeah, and it's technically from the prequels, but, I mean, we we going to go back to Tatooine at any point? Oh yeah, yeah. Mm. yeah. That might be nice in the sequel yeah. trilogy to eventually. Yeah, yeah. Be kind of better. <laughs> you yeah. know, it's yeah. like you you kind of have to go back to Tatooine at some point. Can't doubt that, that planet is important to the Star Wars story. Yeah, so. yeah. yeah. I mean, Tatooine's probably getting sad with Jakku rising yeah. and rising Jakku and significance. Is, like, yeah. like, hey, yeah. we're not in you know, the slouch first, here. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was yeah. the first desert planet. Yeah, we're the OG oh desert planet. Gosh. Tatooine yeah. says. Okay, we got uh, two more questions. Wrap up quick here. This is, we're gonna we're gonna do a silly one and then we'll we'll end on a deep one. Uh, Darth Vanquish says, and it's at Darth Vanquish on Twitter is his Sith handle. When will we see the Yoda and Maz Kanata buddy cop movie set five hundred years ago? Not do we want to see that? That is presumed well, in this question yeah. from Darth Vanquish when. is when. But do we want to see that? What should it be like? Sure. Do I want to see that? Yeah. Will we ever see it? Darth Vanquish, I think you know the answer is no. But, you know, hey, <laughs> I think instead of the buddy cop, I think we'll find that there might have been uh, some kind of uh, tryst that Yoda doesn't talk about much. Mm, yeah. There's a, that, that no romance rule came from yeah, somewhere. Somewhere. Yeah. 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 <laughs> they, there's no one. No one says it's an old rule. Yeah. Could just yeah. be recent. You know what happened with Yoda? <laughs> I got Yaddle all jealous. I got yeah. a lot of problems. A lot of problems. No more. His girlfriend Maz was sick of Yoda's being eyes bigger than his <laughs> hers, so she got these glasses that magnify her eyes. The oh, whole thing. I could gosh. see it actually being feasible and being like a Pixar movie or something like that. Oh wow! And like, but yeah, I don't know. Uh, Buddy Cop would be interesting. 
But there's a bunch of different ways you could go with those two characters and just how similar and how very, very different they are in their relationship to the Force and to their knowledge of it and their acceptance of it, you know, because she made it pretty clear she's not a Jedi. She's mm-hmm. She has her own beliefs and her own understandings of it, yet she's clearly very, very powerful and has a, a lot going on. And I would, you know, I'd just love to be a fly on the wall for any conversations between those two characters. Right. You know? Yeah. Yeah. How about you? You want Yoda and Maz to be together? Do in some I way? want, please? <laughs> and I, you guys, I think it really will happen. At first, I thought, okay, maybe the comics, maybe they'll do it there. Because, You're shipping them really hard. Oh, right? yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> shipping them straight to the box. <laughs> <laughs> but maybe it would be more of like a friendship kind of thing. And the reason why they're going to do it is because they're going to do it for children's books. Oh, they're going to have oh, the yeah. things that they're doing with the books for kids are sure. awesome. And I've been snatching them up for my daughter. And yeah. she now is a huge fan of. She calls him Ada. <laughs> oh my gosh, you guys! So I know wow. this, this is going to happen, or maybe I'll write it and get someone. There to, you go. Katie Cook can draw it out for Perfect. me. Perfect. Oh, maybe the it. rule came from jealousy because of Chewbacca. <laughs> <laughs> you know, what? maybe, oh, maybe yeah. Yoda got a little jealous. A little jealous. I like that. What can <laughs> you that's do? actually a great yeah. life lesson for kids. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Sometimes it doesn't work out. Sometimes we got a story. she likes Wookies. Yeah. That's <laughs> <You hilarious. know? laughs> yeah. Yeah, I just I want to see Yoda going to Maz Kanata for advice and just taking none of it. That's what I want. I think that's what would happen. Uh, right, we'll move on to our final question, which uh, ha- has some weight to it in our weighty episode about uh, sort of Jedi morality. And that question is from James Ito at Ito Man Japan on uh, Twitter. Was Luke justified killing everybody on Jabba's barge, the Katana? Was everyone on that vessel guilty? Does anybody uh, anybody have any uh, any thoughts? I'm looking at it. Also, you know, James Ito, uh, um, he's got some. He's he's good. He tweets this a lot, and he's got the, some pencil drawings he does of Star oh, Wars yeah. stuff. Oh, I suggest yeah. going to his page and checking it out. Okay. Hi, James. Hi, James. Um, I can jump in and jump in, jump yeah. in. So here's my thing uh, about this: is I feel like yes, he's justified. Maybe I'm a little bit too much of a Jedi defender, <laughs> a Jedi apologist. But I feel like he uh, he walks the mm-hmm. the steps you're supposed to do as a Jedi. He warns yeah. Jabba mm-hmm. multiple times. Mm-hmm. Jabba does not listen, so he's got to take the lightsaber out. If he hadn't uh, taken out the barge, they would have just followed him. Even yeah. with Jabba dead, he didn't even know Jabba mm-hmm. was dead. Probably, unless that's the first thing that Leia said when she saw him. <laughs> like I killed him. I killed him. Uh, yeah. So yeah. So I think it's it is uh, an unfortunate decision that the Jedi have to make. But that's the position. And you're guardians of peace and justice. Every once in a while, they, you gotta go all the way. Yeah. <laughs> yes. And let's not forget, everyone on that barge was happily drinking cocktails, about to watch them be yeah. digested. That's true. So I I think they had it coming. <laughs> they, they, yes. they all deserve to die. <laughs> <laughs> Jennifer, That's the light side of the voice. Yeah. You, 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 kill, you agree with killing all these people? Yeah, I mean, as a kid, you're like, you have to do it. Yes, yeah. but now as an adult, I'm like, oh, this is an excellent question. I never thought about that. Yeah. Did he really? Um, but no, he had to. He had to. They they chose their side, and he has chosen his. So They were on yeah. the wrong side of history. Yeah. Um, then, then again, yeah, no. it's a floating sales barge. <laughs> you know, uh they didn't really have a, an opportunity to get off, <laughs> you know, like before, like they just assume it's going to go well, you know, and maybe you were just there to gamble and, like, <laughs> and you're just there having fun, having a drink. 
And they're like, oh, there's going to be an execution. Yeah. Well, of course you're going to go watch. Right. It's, you know, you work at a farm on Tatooine. You don't get to see a lot of cool stuff. Oh, we're going to, we're throwing a guy in a monster pit. <laughs> well, I'm going to, get me another drink. I'll be right over I it. love the idea that you think you know? it was advertised. Like, in town, like, Sunday, like, Sunday, you, Sunday. Like, it's a cruise. You don't think word yeah. got around real quick? That it's like, yeah. we're throwing a guy into the monster job, pit? Job is going out. Yeah. Yeah. Honey, I'm so glad we bought tickets this year. <laughs> yeah, this we is last Jedi versus a hole in the ground with teeth. <laughs> I, yeah, it's, it's I, like I would have been at least mildly curious yeah, to see yeah. that, you know. But I think, again, I think I, I tend to go where you're going, Joseph. I think we're all saying, <laughs> yes, it's justified. I think it's justified. But, but from the standpoint of what you're saying is Luke, in a way, gave them all an opportunity to say, this guy's doing something bad. He's a bad guy. Yeah. You've all chosen to be here unless... Yeah, then maybe there were some uh, slaves or something, or some droids that didn't deserve True. it. All yeah. right, yeah. good yeah. of the many outweighs the good of the few. All right, Spock might have been right. I'm sure Luke understood that. Um, <laughs> but uh, I think, in a way, it was like, "Hey, everybody, free us or die." Yeah, he does. Yeah. Ju- he does just straight up say it. Yeah, you know, I'm thinking about it again though, and I'm thinking. <laughs> I love when Black keeps if, thinking. If you, <laughs> if you had gone to vacation at Jabba's palace. <laughs> You're there for the gambling and the shows. The timeshare. They do all yeah. sorts of shows. They have live they bands have the, playing all the as time. As Battlefront has shown us, if you have, want to hear Jedi dancer. Rocks, you deserve yes. it. Yeah. No. <laughs> you know, True. All you know about this guy that they're throwing into the monster pit yeah. is that he killed the Rancor the day yeah. before. Okay, fair oh. enough. You know, it's like, that guy sucks. Let's yes. throw him into, we found a bigger monster to kill him this time. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah. let's go watch. Try killing you him know. now, man. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, Jabba's as Battlefront as Tatas has got a nice hookah area. It's got a, a yeah. big bath, I, a hot like, bath area. If it's you're relaxing. stuck on a desert planet, that's yeah. the place to hang out. It's totally. probably the only place that had air conditioning. <laughs> <laughs> you know? Air conditioning was a Jawas <laughs> yeah. with big leaves, right? <laughs> yeah. Yes. Yes. yeah. Pumping away. That's the only thing they got. Slave-powered air conditioning. I'll take what I can get. I've been to a desert before. It's whatever they got. I'll take it. I I lived in Canoga Park for a couple years. (laughs) I I would have gone to some bad places. So going back to Obi-Wan Kenobi, depending on your point of view, it's either justice or murder. We lean a little bit more toward justice. Justice. With maybe a few unfortunate... Entertainment seekers who just got blowed up. The people that died got a spectacular show right beforehand. (laughs) (laughs) This year's year's stage show is spectacular. Did did you see when the greatest bounty hunter ever just bumbled like an idiot? So funny. (laughs) The one one last time just jumped in. We were over. We went back. I'll tell you, one of the greatest times I ever had in my life was watching the Miami Vice stunt spectacular (laughs) at Universal Studios. Now, I was eight years old. And I was having a ball. If I had blown up while that was happening, I wouldn't have known any better. Oh the next God. thing I know, I'm in heaven. And I'm just, hey, I did it. I'm what, in heaven. What a way to go. Yeah. I did it. I did it. Oh, that's it. Mike Black oh, brings it all back to that. Another fun episode. We got deep. We got funny. Uh, Obi-Wan is not a jerk. He had some reasonings behind it. And Luke much like his mentor, did the same thing from his point of view. Guys, it's been fun to answer these questions. As always, you can follow us on Twitter, Twitter, Force Center Pod, and uh, hashtag Force Center to join that conversation, or Force Center Pod, doesn't matter. We'll find you on Facebook, like the page, ask the questions there, and uh, you can uh, subscribe, rate, and review on iTunes if you haven't already. Joseph, thanks so much for bringing your knowledge in, and uh, where can the people uh, tweet at you that you were wrong? Uh, you can tweet me with 
corrections or uh, funny pictures or whatnot, uh, Twitter, Instagram, all the other social media. Uh, my handle is at Joseph Scrimshaw. Uh, as you can tell, I'm obsessed with Obi-Wan Kenobi. Maybe I'll do an episode of my other podcast, which is called Obsessed, just mm. about Obi-Wan Kenobi at some point, uh, because I can never talk about Obi-Wan Kenobi <laughs> enough. But uh, please do check out my other podcast, Obsessed. Uh, both Jennifer and Ken and Mike have all been on it and done uh, great episodes. That's on Feral it's a Audio. Lot of fun. A lot of mm-hmm. stuff. Jennifer, you are going to be writing this children's book, so if you're out there <laughs> listening and you want to help Jennifer illustrate Yoda and Maz, you can find her on Twitter at... Jennifer Landa, Instagram, Jennifer Landa, YouTube.com slash Jennifer Landa. Someone Photoshop us onto the sail barge, having oh, a ball. Yeah. That would yes. be awesome. There you go. There you go. Uh, Mike Black, as always, you are, are a wonderful guest, a wonderful presence, our, our resident toy expert, and uh, just an all-around scoundrel of a human who I love so much. Uh, thanks for joining us. And thanks where, for having me. Where can they follow you and all your uh, fun times? Uh, at Mike Black Attack on pretty much all social media. Yeah, and uh, if you haven't, uh, the highlight with Mike is to follow him on Instagram. Yes. Great toy yeah. shots, a lot of He-Man stuff that I'm jealous of. <laughs> yes. um, Sigourney Weaver bathroom. That's right. Yes. <laughs> that's <What>? right. <laughs> that's true. I have a bathroom that is... Half aliens display and half Ghostbusters display, so I call it the Sigourney Weaver Memorial Bathroom, <laughs> even though she's not dead yet. <laughs> wow, it Sounds is wonderful. Awesome. As always, thanks again, Mike, for joining us. Thanks Guys, for having me. That has been today's episode, Four Center, on the Four Center podcast feed. Until next time, everything you hear is true from a certain point of view. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, 
Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. The living room is where you make life's most beautiful memories. But your sofa shouldn't be the one remembering them. The new life-resistant, high-performance furniture collection from Ashley is designed to withstand all the spills, slip-ups, and muddy paws that come with the best parts of life. Ashley high-performance sofas and recliners are soft, on-trend, and easy to clean. Shop the high-performance furniture in-store or online at ashley.com. Ashley, for the love of home.